Episode 268 of the Saturn Studs podcast. Yes, those dulcet tones mark the return of me, Kurt, joined once again this week by my Australian co hosts, <laughs> Peter and Jake. Oh, you bloody bastard. Right, right, yes. Right, right, right from right, now, right. mate. What, what, what? Mine, what? What, what, mine? Uh, oh, it's a little bit of bud. A little bit of bud. A little bit of bud. Get ready for some really bad New Zealand accents. The rest of the stuff. Well, New Zealand is, is a little bit more in your nasals. I, my favorite one was when John Oliver did a New Zealand accent talking about how he was banned from New Zealand, how Eminem was banned from New Zealand. Like, oh, Eminem. He's not allowed in. Um, but not allowed in. Stars in my eyes and cheese on my fries it's the molten raclette edition uh what will you take your your hot cheese scrapings and what will you put them on today that's the question is that 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 like trend that would like i just eat them directly yeah they 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 scrape it off like it's a fucking shingle you're just like "Mm." cheese shingles Mm. i mean that's basically what a craft single is you can't tell me otherwise (laughs) Those things are they're banging. I would eat one in a sleeve, if you know what I mean. Oh my god. That's that's how you get that's that's maybe that's my the thing that's lacking in my game. Is (laughs) like some women can 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 tie a cherry stem with their tongue. Maybe I need to be able to unwrap a craft singles bag with my mouth only. You'll get so much pussy. That's the best part trick that's ever been done. Be careful. I would I would work Peter's with uh, walking there's, No, there's an the awful patty melt joke in here somewhere and I don't want to go there. Do you do you start with a craft single and work your way up to a a, a cheese uh cheese string cheese thing? Cheese stick? That's the fucking <laughs> word I'm looking for. God damn it. String cheese stick. Do you want to start the show over? Holly Oh yeah, for that one fucking thing. Gosh. I was at the store yes last week. Which is what my word for yesterday. It's last week. And I was in the cheese section. And they had not string cheeses, but string cheese, like, little bits. Little smokies, you know? Little Little half-inch lengths of string cheese. Which, that's not... That's so antithetical to the the idea of string cheese. So you take the long string and then cut them into little bits. I still bought that shit. They really thought they did something there, didn't they? It's true. Yeah. They will they'll eventually discover the cheese sphere and we'll be back to square one. <laughs> Just balls of mozzarella. Mm, delish. Mm-hmm. A little fucking uh baby bell laughing cow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, little gouda pods. Those uh so much me. Those will make me plugged up because I'm a little bit lactose intolerant. <laughs> and I will eat the whole all of them. If you leave them in the house, I'll eat them all. Stack Man, them what, up. What happened? Did, did we like just like turn twenty five and like the the majority of like the people out there just turned lactose intolerant and all of a sudden? I've always it? been a little bit lactose. I I don't. I'm sure there's like a real medical term for this, or maybe someone can correct me and tell me this is not a thing, and I'm just being dramatic. But I think I was born with some of the protein. 
mm-hmm. to yeah. prostate it, lactate or whatever, but not as much as someone else. Our lactase. My yeah. my things don't my organs don't produce it at the same rate or something like that. Because like like I can eat dairy products and be mostly okay, but there's like a certain threshold that once you exceed that, everything stops. Okay, the system grinds Hear to me a halt. Okay, we're hearing you. Diabetic. Out. But instead of insulin, they're pumping in lactase into your body somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Can basically what the, what the pill is. No, pill I, I want something that... on me at all times. <laughs> I can just be like, oh, gonna have some mac and cheese? Better crank this bad boy up. <laughs> Get a direct shot of lactase into your veins, and you're ready to pound some dairy. <laughs> that's really the best word for it, is just pounding dairy. Um, do you know what else? I came to this Dairy Queen, god damn it. <laughs> I will be the Dairy Queen. They turned my blizzard upside down, but it was my world that turned upside down instead. Yes. Um, you know what else I can't stomach this week? Hmm. Trailers. They needed to incubate no. and marinate for yeah. another week. I'm sorry, there's no trailers. There are, but <laughs> we're pretending there's not. have to wait. There's a trailer. <laughs> there's there's three, I think. There's a Nicolas okay. There's um, a Nicolas Cage feature that needs two weeks to digest before we can even talk about this thing. I, d- I, just, would, I would actually like that. We just came off the Cage Rage. We have to <laughs> compose our thoughts. Like I'm I've got Willie's Wonderland cleaning montages, you know, haunting my dreams right now. I I've can't got, Yeah, crackhead can't, pinball just <laughs> I can't move on with my life. To another Nicolas Cage movie. We're not done digesting said, the other one. They said Willy's Wonderland was great, but you know what would be better? If he talked. <laughs> we'll get into that next week. Yeah. Right now, we're coming at you live, because I missed that in the beginning, from our Saturn Stud set. That's right. We're actually not on Discord. We're all on a live studio audience set. Soundstage in sunny California. And this is our first day back. Because, How, how's uh, everyone doing? They lifted it Great. on... Great. Uh, so cool. So on good. On Tuesday. And uh, my company still hasn't updated their policy to, to allow Companies are so slow about that. Nazism. Okay. okay. Side, sidebar, because this is one thing I've noticed with, with my company, Northrop. They were so quick to like take action and like get everything changed around for us to like protect us and save face. Nobody wanted to be that company that's like, oh, they're not they're not doing anything to help the the employees, but they will take their sweet ass time going back to normal. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. They they will. Nope. We want us to put two chairs back at a table in the cafeteria. Can't do that. That's next year. That's a next year's budget. <laughs> uh, how many people could they have on the stage at E3 this year? Um, only I don't know as many as they wanted, but I actually I would love to see the the simultaneous E3 presentation where they take all the companies and put them on the same keynote stage at the same time, and they have to compete to do their presentations. 
Yeah, I want. What, I want just to make it like one of those fucking games at the theme park where you squirt the water in the hole in the first exactly. one. To make yeah, you, you squirt a water the presenter and the fucking and you squirt enough at him, then the fucking trailer pops out. I like we'll get more than we got this sport. year. Yeah, <laughs> just to the death. Whoever wins gets to show their trailer. I I will uh. seal you in this Xbox. <laughs> the X stands for exile. <laughs> um, okay. They did Since do the try watch. Let's uh, jump right into the uh, follow up. Yeah, we're going to talk about some movies. Uh, in its third week, Quiet Place Part 2 still holding down the top spot, down 37.7%, still $12 million. Ooh, these are like real movie monies. It's crazy. Uh, in the Heights which opened amid controversy, because of course it did. There could not be controversies. What was the controversy? That uh, there was not enough Afro-Latino representation. Oh. Oh. Whatever. It's a more Latino movie than anything. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't know. The one controversy that I knew was that didn't make as much money as they projected to make. They were expecting to make like um, twenty million. The, amidst the controversy, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think that affected it. I think it was more the fact that you could just sit at home on your duff and watch it on HBO Max, like I did. I read a news article that proffered the exact opposite opinion. <laughs> really? Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Um. But yeah, that's that's a movie. It's mm-hmm. got music in it and dancing. And Maria from the original West Side Story. Um, and Lynn manuel Miranda. Mini manual umbrella. The con the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Uh and uh down from Okay, that can't be right. <laughs> that was in first last week. I guess it was, and Quiet Place was in two second mm-hmm. surprising um but it dropped 57.1 percent down to 10.3 million dollars but in 135 more theaters <sighs> the movie we all wished wouldn't, wouldn't come out but did i wait uh peter rabbit 2 the runaway for for every every um bear Bear barrington I don't know. I don't know. I'm not part of your culture of, of Paddington bears. Bear. <laughs> Paddington bear. That's all. Yeah. For every padded bear, there's a Peter rabbit that goes in the opposite direction. It's like a law of nature. Like for every every orange jam, there's got to be a carrot eater. It's just, just the law of the universe. Or wait, it was blueberries, right? That was the controversial fruit. Oh yeah, in this yeah, yeah. it was. They were insensitive to uh, to people with to choking disorders, with uh, with allergies. <laughs> Whatever. This is ableist against people who can get choked out. Yeah. Oh my god, people need to chill out. <laughs> but anyway, it's our spotlight film of the week. It grades out a little bit better than the original little bit worse than the original Peter Rabbit, which was a 6.6 on IMDb. This is a 6.2. So, uh, roughly a little bit Mm. worse. Uh, Let's 
what's the Rotten Tomatoes look like on that? Um, 67%, which would be certified fresh, which doesn't seem correct. Um, no. And a 3 out of 5 on whatever the fuck common sense media is. Um, but those are professional critics. They don't know what they're talking about. They aren't real people. They aren't living out here in the streets. But um, mm -hmm. what is out there in the streets is a public access computer uh, where the IMDb <laughs> reviewers submit their their works because they're out there on the streets. They're living on the streets. <laughs> Yeah. Many of them look like they were educated on the streets because the spelling is atrocious. <laughs> Just need one more they always keep it real. And they tell you the real real uh, content of the movie here. And, when uh, keeping it, it real goes wrong. And an interesting twist of fate, I actually have to read positive reviews of this. Um, this is I have a, I have another review that I selected, but I want to read this one because it made me laugh. Uh, from Galaxy Wolf Purple XX, quite decent, nine out of ten. It has that sort of humor that teens like. Would recommend to furries or kids. <laughs> Thirteen out of fifteen. Oh, of found course. That helpful. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, I found that helpful. Just short to <laughs> the, the point. One. Biznabs, 10 out of 10. Good fun. Good fun. Ignore all the negative reviews. Check. Yep. Um, this is really good fun. Okay, maybe a bit random apostrophe slapstick in parts, but so much good light fun. From start to finish, it keeps the fun going. A lot of humor spelled with a U, uh, oh. so they're British. Uh, a child... Would not get. Excellent. Really enjoyed and hope there will be another. Perfect 8 out of 8 found that helpful. Oh, no. Oh, it's no. I can't believe it's some <sighs> of this. Well, uh, there weren't a ton of the 1 out of 10s, so we're going to move up to the 2, and we're going to slowly decline really? in, in reviewership. Uh, we're going to go 2 out of 10. I, f I left the theater feeling trolled by Dr. Teeth 74. Ooh, Dr. Teeth in the electric mayhem. <laughs> it's rare that a film has the balls to troll its audience by trailing just how crass and awful it's going to be, knowingly winking to the adults that only a bunch of idiots would contemplate it. Dot, dot, dot. And then goes right ahead and just does it anyway. Other movies like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back have pulled this off by... Oh, they misspelled off. They spelled it of. No, oh, no. F and <sighs> chat. Other movies like Jay and <laughs> Silent Bob theirs. Strike Back have pulled this of by making you feel like you're on the side of the protagonist, willing them to make a bad movie full of all the cliches you know the critics will hate. This movie, however, almost goes so far as to mock its audience by pushing them as far as it thinks it can, they can bear. No, this is a movie about rabbits, not bears. <laughs> this fell as flat for me as James Corden presenting an award ceremony. Two concepts which I cannot imagine will ever be associated with this movie. One out of seven found that helpful. <laughs> God, James Corden's in it, and he is my nemesis, dude. It's, a, it's like the anti-life equation in a person. <laughs> um, JJBX, 
54149, his 5 out of 10 review. Dull, dull, dull. <laughs> no genuine laughs from start to I finish. I already thought about it. Completely mediocre. A bit like James Corden. Ooh. Oh. 5 out of 13. Uh, mediocre, I believe, uh, awards him more praise than he deserves. <laughs> Mediocre would be average, right? <laughs> that would be a significant improvement in his standing. Is he not like the personification of the Black Lantern ring? I mean... <laughs> yeah, he's patient zero on that. <laughs> ja Wensley, 2004. Ja Wensley? Oh, I really... Man. I can't accept... That someone born in the year 2004 exists, number one. And number two is old enough to be submitting user reviews that I read on my fucking podcast. Get off our Their favorite number is just 2004. Uh, that's, that's my only <laughs> accepted conclusion. They're 21, Kurt. They can drink. Not, not the 04 babies. <laughs> Oh, why did I think it was 2025? Because that's when Windows 10 is being retired. (laughs) I I think I'm just Rip Van Winkling myself every day. Uh, Don't underestimate Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Can a movie be self-aware? Of course, we've seen many examples of such. Can it be done without breaking the fourth wall? I've only seen it once before. Colon. Noise is off. I don't know what movie that is. All right. Um, I assume it's the title of a movie because it's in quotes. Uh, and these are all like new new paragraphs. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, does it better. Brilliant. And once again, a perfect 5 out of 5 found that helpful. Oh, my gosh. Um, People, stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you could find that review helpful because I, I have no idea what the fuck she's trying understand. to um, say. All right. This is... No pun intended, but this is a this is maybe the start of a rabbit hole. Uh, Noises off is a 1982 play by the English playwright Michael Frayn. Michael Frayn. Michael Frayn. Uh, so I I don't know where he pulled that. Like there's a I guess there's a 1992 adaptation of it. What what? How did you link these two films together? How'd you, how'd you make that one happen? <laughs> no, thank you. went down the rabbit hole. The Peter, Peter's rabbit hole. Okay, <laughs> one out of ten. Back to the down and dirty. There's only two one out of tens, and I find that unconscionable. Horrendous film. Absolutely horrendous. By Anthony69. Nice, Anthony. Nice. We all know what you're doing there. Nice. <laughs> I absolutely love the first film. Well, fuck Anthony. All right, I'm out of here. Nope. <laughs> Next review. <laughs> so Anthony loves the first film. It's a family favorite, spelled with a U, so he's British, in our house. It's incredible to believe that this is in any way related to it. This is like when Disney milk a franchise by having lots of direct-to-DVD sequels made that are 
made by a vastly inferior animation team and impressionist voice actors who sound vaguely like the originals. Coincidentally, at least one part is played by an imitation as Daisy Ridley, elected not to return, presumably having seen what passed for a script. The main human antagonist, as seems to have become de rigueur? <laughs> what? Stop. De rigueur? English. De rigueur. De rigueur. De rigueur. Schwarzenegger. Daggers. What does that mean? Does anybody know what that means? Um, Schwarzenegger. I know the gear. That's is... love of war. Well, the gear oh. is. Oh, de rigueur. De rigueur. Become, to become de rigueur. No. Uh, all right. Required by etiquette or current fashion. Ah. It is an adjective in our language. Put, can you use it in a sentence, Jake? Again. Uh, the hum, the main human antagonist, as seems to, as seems to have become de rigueur. Okay. So, the normal. Yeah, Something the like norm. that. The fashion, the trend, the zeitgeist. The the, the the example question they their sentence for the definition here is it was de rigueur for bands to grow their hair long. Okay, the style it was the style of the time. Um, right. yeah, that, this that has been seems... this has been vocabulary studs. Go <laughs> go ace that SAT French. kids. Okay, Liter- so maybe the rest the of the literal sentence... translation is in strictness. In strictness. Okay, so maybe with that. A little diction lesson, the vocab lesson. Uh, uh, you will maybe now understand the sentence a little bit more. The main human antagonist, as seems to have become de rigueur recently, details the entire plot early in the film. His ideas are roundly rejected on the basis that these things would never happen to Peter Rabbit. Later in the film, all of his suggestions come true, with the exception of PR going to space. Peter Rabbit going to space. Which ultimately means that the, quote, bad guy was actually right all along. It's just a confused mess. Then we see Beatrix succumbing to commercialization and forfeiting her beliefs for cold, hard cash. And an Aston Martin, an obvious prop for a lame James Bond reference, which is in direct contrast to what the real Beatrix was like. If I was a descendant of BP, of... All right. Beatrix, Beatrix Potter. BB, I'd find it difficult not to see that as an insult to the legacy. Four out of twelve found it helpful. Yes, oh, the right. the Aston Martin part. What that was the part that was rampantly commercial in this sequel blockbuster CGI yeah. feature featuring <coughs> human T virus James Corden. <laughs> human T. He's a mold. <laughs> he is the tyrant. Um, all right, and then we got Magic Wood. He's Typhoid Barry. <laughs> typhoid Barry. Uh, Magic Wood 82662's 4 out of 10 review. Two. Two view review. Uh, did the 10 star viewers actually see it? <laughs> first, my family loves the first movie. I don't know why that's a running theme. I guess because you have to watch the first one to like like this one too. Well, I mean, makes sense. You don't want to. You want to go. You want to go in unprepared to Peter Rabbit to the Runaway. No, that would be a, that would be a mistake on on par with 
getting involved in a land war in Russia. Um, one of the classic blunders. But um. <laughs> I, I feel like you have to say that you went into this liking it because otherwise you would not have gone into the theater to begin with because Peter Rabbit 1 was such a horrible movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think I've failed you guys here because I read that first sentence and it stopped me. Um, I hadn't read the second sentence of the review. <laughs> oh my God, is it worse? Um, I need to I need to start from the beginning to get a running start into the second sentence. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Uh, first, my family loves the first movie. We even see it once every month or so. <laughs> I I don't know how it's I missed family that. Family of fucking African death cult. What the <laughs> fuck? We were so Did excited to see. Do they do a show it. like with those two guys who watch Grown Ups two every day for a year? Oh my god! I I don't Mormons know. just won't stop. <laughs> Where do you draw the line? Dad, can we see Peter Rabbit again? Yeah, son. Nice. Well, sure, son. Well, we'll all it's get together and see it. It's that time of the month. <laughs> He's the stew pickles that's just defeated inside. Yeah. I've lost yes. control of my life. I've lost control of my life. Um, we were so excited to see this one. It started out as the same physical stunts and jokes from the first one. Lots of jokes from the first one. Now, and then the story went crazy. But I have to pause. Now you were watching this the same movie every month uh, for for since it came out I'm assuming or for years, but now you're getting tired of the jokes. Don't buy it. Don't buy See, it. See, it's it's just it's too much when you put in the sequel, Peter. I guess so. Um, I looked at my watch because the movie was dragging on and it was only thirty minutes into it. We were confused as to which story to focus on. The best part of the movie was the last five minutes. See it, and you'll understand they should have focused more on the rescues than anything else. Disappointing story and execution. Excellent CGI. I think the shocking reveal of this review is that there are more than one story that they attempt to tell. (laughs) That seems a bit beyond their scope, don't you think? Peter Rabbit's Uh, quite a a gem of a review right here. That's, All that's right. Peter Rabbit 2, Runaway. That's Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Cruella falls from 3rd to 5th, down nearly 40%, 6.7 million. Spirit Untamed, down two spots as well, $2.5 million, down almost 60%. Uh, the House Next Door, Meet the Blacks 2, a, uh, a real movie. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did we miss this one? I think that's allowed. It's uh, Mike. I I uh, guess we did. Huh. Um, it's got a five point two out of ten on IMDb. It stars Mike Apps and Cat Williams. Mike Apps. I found the trailer. I don't think yeah, let me see. I mean, I, I would have sworn this was a Wayans brother project. Yeah, right. Um, just or like a Tyler Perry thing. The look it, at it. It? Maybe it's a Tyler Perry. Meet the Blacks. Hmm. No, the the. Corey, this is a sequel too. Corey Harold and Dion Taylor are the writers, and the directors Dion Taylor. 
So, okay, not from two exists. of the six writers of Scary Movie. <laughs> I see. They might just be capitalizing on the fact that people will just go to a theater. Like, they won't even know a movie they want to watch. They'll just oh, walk into the... No, no, walk it's, into it's the, the best the movie ever. They, 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 they chose this specifically. It's in 420 theaters. Oh. Were Smarties. They, they were strategically placed theaters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snoop Dogg's in the movie, according to IMDb. Wow. So that Holy was probably shit. in his contract. What's the chances that he appear, his cameo comes up as a dream sequence? He's like oh, Snoop Dogg. He's like a spirit guy. It's just them. a phone call. <laughs> Snoop Dogg like, was Snoop. Like Lyon. they just called Snoop on a Tuesday. They, they stole the money from him. And he's calling them to try to find out where it's money was. They invested in this fucking movie that's gonna go nowhere. The top review. Don't waste your time. One out of ten. Good. Uh oh. Can Raff only of, imagine. A wrath of man down two spots to the eighth ranking, six hundred seventy-two thousand. Queen bees in ninth, three hundred seventy-five thousand five hundred theaters, seven fifty per theater take. I guess no one wanted to watch the movie about. It's about old spelling people. bees. Bee no, people? I think this is uh, old people get After. laid the movie. After oh. reluctantly agreeing to move into a senior's home, a woman encounters a clique of mean-spirited women and an amorous widower. Um, is this Mean Girls, but old? Yeah. We don't wear pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> Teeth fall out. Oh. Um, oh <laughs> spiral... Goodness. Falls three spots down to 10th to round out the top 10. $334,000 down over 60%. Uh, so that theatrical run is at its end. Um, Crude's New Age in its 29th week, hanging in there in 16th place, $60,000 plus up 8.1% from last week. And. Grandpa's oh, hanging I, in there, 41. 41. The War of Grandpa <laughs> in its 36th week brought in $1,000 in 20 theaters. There are still 20 theaters in America showing the War of Grandpa. Uh, completely and completely trouncing uh, about endlessness and the paper tigers. Wow. Oh, I remember the, the paper War of tigers. Grandpa, great job. The paper tigers, yeah. She made a whopping $305 at the one theater that I was in. <laughs> That's a pretty decent per theater take when you consider it. The Wolf Grandpa only yeah. brought in $50 for like five people per theater. So. <laughs> I'm so surprised. I need there are to 20 meet theaters, these people. <laughs> I need to meet these people who are still going to see War of Grandpa. <laughs> We should all just go out and find a theater closest to us that's still playing it. Just so we could say we were in one of the It might be the same theater, up. and it might be, like, somewhere in fucking Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's Alaska's just getting it now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. But Crude's a new age is still in, like, 882 theaters? 
Yeah. That's honestly impressive. It's just awful numbers. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the few uh like family movies that they, they can put in the multiplex. Mm-hmm. Um Well that's 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 the follow up, folks. Hang in there. And boy oh boy do we have news for you. Gaming news Z three, it's the biggest gaming news thing of, of the year. And there's other non E three related news too, like how Windows ten is if is it's it's got a retirement date and it's in twenty twenty five. So um Windows ten won't last forever, <laughs> like they once claimed. Uh, there will be a Windows 11, and I've actually I've seen the Linus Tech Tips video with the leaked build of Windows 11, and uh, there's there's stuff I like about, there's stuff I don't like about it. Um, we'll see what it looks like when it's even remotely close to being in beta, because it's yeah. not even there yet. Uh, side note, I'm very happy to announce that I got that. St- Stupid weather forecast thing off my hot bar. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that out. I, I saw a TikTok about that and they were just like, ah, you you almost got me there, Microsoft. You almost you almost put it in there. Fucking remove. Don't I haven't uh, I haven't installed the update yet on my main PC. Oh, yep. okay. Because it That's stays fair. on because it's my Plex server. <laughs> so mm-hmm. The one thing I did realize is that it was, um, it, it had my, I guess my location service is still at Alfred for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, so I, I changed that because it was like, um, it's not like rainy and like 30 right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's 60 and sunny. Look at where I am. But it's the not rainy and 30 my... right now. It's May. <laughs> yeah. The good news is my computer doesn't know where I am, so I'm watching you. Oh, Alfred. Webcam. Either it's bitter below zero cold or oppressive unrelenting 95 plus heat. In dorm rooms that don't have air conditioning? They nope. do not. You put that Boy, fucking you got a fi- window. You huh? put that $15 Walmart Hawaiian breeze <laughs> down and you stick your head in your mini fridge and you like it. Yeah. <laughs> My God! We'll take a cold shower. I can't believe I fucking ever slept during the summer months at the place. It's fucking ridiculous to think back now. No, that I had the benefit um, of air conditioning. I only spent half a summer in uh, in Alfred, trying to do an awful TA thing. Not even TA. It was more like just slave work. (laughs) But uh, summer shit. We worked for the TAs. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was that was brutal, man. Oh. That was a terrible dorm. Yep. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I remember you tried to talk us into that. <laughs> okay. Did I? Like, no. Yeah. Well, it seemed like it was a cool thing to do for, you know, the, the couple months and get full-time pay, but turns out, hey, he lied. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, whoopsie is right. All right. Okay. So we got some games. E3 is back after not being a thing last year. Instead, everyone gave their own individual directs. And this year, 
honestly felt very similar to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so true. Well, you uh, still have some of the companies still doing their own thing, I think, ahead of time, too. Yeah, well, Sony, and I don't think Nintendo was technically part of E3. I think it just dropped uh, Nintendo its Nintendo defected sometime in the 1850s. <laughs> They've been running their game state independently ever since the fucking Wii U. Mm -hmm. That's a lie. They've. I feel like even more than ever they've been integrating third party soft. You know, big yeah. third party names. Well, I mean, yes, years after the fact because they have to put the games on the Switch and it's the Switch. Skyrim, Doom, twenty sixteen, <laughs> which runs not fantastic. <laughs> I saw. I. So one of Nintendo's new product things, you know, they had Amiibos and they still, I guess they still do, but now they also have, um, they're just doing Game & Watch again. Yes, I've seen those. <laughs> I, they, they put out the Zelda one, uh, which I guess is their acknowledgement of the 35th anniversary. Um, you get the Zelda Game & Watch, which is, <laughs> you, get a, you get the whopping Zelda one. Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, and Game & Watch that has Zelda in it, and a <laughs> clock. And you can buy it on a piece of hardware. Like a big fuck-off actual piece of hardware for four Game Boy and or uh, NES games. And a play the clock is playable, too, don't you know? You can press a button and Link can, can fight on the clock. Could fight monsters. Buy our product, please. Buy our piece of physical <laughs> hardware kind of that hey, you have to buy separately from your Switch. <laughs> I am kind of excited for the um, the Zelda package that they announced because I I never played. I, I don't know for whatever reason I never got into Zelda when I was young because they're not that good. <laughs> and well, <laughs> apparently, plenty of people rave about it so i wanted to check up i just never had the time so i might pick that up might i feel like we have to suffer through a zelda game at some point yeah we'll i guess we'll just... i just i always get so maybe with like because i will be a commitment at that point and i have to finish and i can't just be like i'm bored <laughs> i'm gonna go <laughs> do something more entertaining with my time we'll do the we'll do minish cap at Game Boy Resolution on our stream. Hell yeah. Uh, we could do we could do the entire Oracle series, the, the duology. I actually like Link's Awakening, which is the same thing pretty much as uh, Oracles of Seasons and Ages. Yeah. I, I actually, I'll rephrase, I like 2D Zeldas just fine. Uh, yeah. when, when they made the jump to 3D. Not not quite so much my thing. Yeah, I, I want to. I don't know which. Uh, <coughs> what they got more? Because I like I like that. a link to the past. I haven't played a link between worlds, but I think I'd enjoy that. Um, it just it just Zelda makes more sense to me as like a top down like dungeon crawly sort of thing, because it does that well. When it goes to three D, it's it's not really an RPG. It's not really an action game. It, there's puzzles. I guess you can call it a puzzle game, but the puzzles aren't very complicated. It's more like just find a thing, shoot a thing, and... Shoot the arrow. 
push the block. Uh, speaking of sequels and 2D, uh, Metroid Dread, the Metroid fabled can- twice-canceled game. Uh, yeah, been... no, it was never canceled. It was just changed developers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's finally coming out. I believe it is a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion. Yes, which that, the I... Game Boy-only game. Which I believe is the most forward-facing game in the Metroid chronology. Yes. So this, this continues the Metroid story. Mm-hmm. Metroid Fusion, when they finally just said, fuck it, we'll just do a horror game. Like, it's creepy enough already, we're just, we're just going to do a horror game. So half that game is an evil clone of you walking around Mr. X style uh, <laughs> and just... Uh, just jump scaring you in the middle of your Metroid adventuring. You're like, I'm walking in this room. Oh, there's the final boss, and I have to hide from him now. That's scary. Um, it's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, Metroid is blue well in this one. Metroid Aran. Samus, Samus Metroid Aran becomes blue and has the ability oh, to eat jello. Um, that's the extent of it. That's the whole, that's the whole story. In Metroid Dread, uh, Samus's armor is, is white. She, yeah, I saw she had like white pants on. Yeah, it's like white with uh, blue shoulders and. Mm-hmm. It, lo- it looks oh, pretty cool. Um, it looks like the Samus color I play uh, in Ultimate. Yep, and I guess it's it's Ropens this time. Yep, she can hit by Ropens. Um, I'm sure that ties into Metroid somehow. If that makes sense. Um, uh, I've never been a big Metroid guy, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I like the I like the design of them. They just don't mm-hmm. like to play them so much. I, you know, looking back, you know how I always think about all, how all these things are connected. The Metroid Two 3DS remake definitely yes. was the proof of concept for this game. They're like, all right, if this sells well, we'll go ahead with Metroid Five. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Pour another Metroid 2 remake that had to die for that game since. <laughs> that's I, at least Nintendo. Like at least when your Nintendo fan game gets canceled, you know it's because they're about to drop something. Yeah. Well, most of the time, usually they don't. They don't just cancel your fan game out of nowhere. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, unless we gotta they build know a game. about it. Like I, I saw mm-hmm. a Did You Know Gaming extra video about the uh, fucking canceled Mario. Uh, fan games <laughs> and uh, it painted Nintendo as being pretty litigious when it comes to that sort of thing fair enough yeah. uh, they they like to protect their IPs yes they do well it's green like a P why it's Master Chief yeah they got the uh, they got Schwave. a big old thing for uh, Halo Infinite um, and they got people pretty Hyped up for what's uh, what's going on about it. Free. They're really putting a lot, I think, into their um, multiplayer. Yeah, free multiplayer. More about AKA, their multiplayer. Please buy our game. Please buy our console. They, yeah, they want I mean, the attach rate to be as high as possible. I guess, I guess it's kind of weird because like I always played um, the Halo games for their pretty good storyline for like one through three and then it kind of four or five that kind of dropped off pretty hard i i would even go as far as to say odst had a, a an okay story and 
Fallen My man Rage. played ODST. Um, yeah. That was the, that I, was the RTS had... one, right? No, that's Halo Wars. No. ODST was just... I also played, played Halo Wars. You played as the uh, Marines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You can you can say what you can about ODST with like the I guess the power I curve mean, kind of being a little weird how you're not a Spartan yes, it's, but somehow you have the same abilities the same and powers abilities. As, yeah um, you're just just make it a Spartan just make it a Spartan stop yeah like I understand like from a practicality standpoint why that decision was yeah. made but yeah it does kind of not there's a cognitive yeah. dissonance. Mm-hmm. Ludo yeah, narrative uh, dissonance. <laughs> it, it's like it's like you 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 still take the same amount of damage. It's like you're basically if, if you didn't know any better, you would be like, oh yeah, I'm still Master Chief, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I think I think uh, E3, uh, especially with these like AAA titles, uh, and I'll touch on it a little bit more the battle uh, Battlefield 2042. Is they're really trying to push into the multiplayer, um, and I think they think they know that's what's going to sell the game more than a really cool campaign. Well, that's which, been the case for shooters since so. like Call of Duty Four. I guess this is the first time that Halo has really, really done it because like I, I know they've touched on it before. They have they've definitely put more into their campaign with with Five and Red Reach, but like. This is the first time where I can remember in a long time where I mean they did not show any campaign stuff, uh, or or was there a little bit of there was a little bit of campaign, but it wasn't even. I remember playing. both Halo Four and Five being heavily promoted on multiplayer, at least in like the E three stage of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, it it just seems they're definitely pushing more multiplayer as a as a selling point for these games uh which is okay i mean this is all right they gotta Um, sell the new systems it's -hmm. just i think i don't think halo has ever really been i mean it's been an okay multiplayer it's been a pretty popular multiplayer yeah i was gonna say it's like a couple halos i don't think have it was kind of like what recently xbox live a thing yeah but like yeah back in the day i agree but like i don't think recently that's fair. Uh, they still have an MLG presence, I yeah, believe. But that's like, I don't think that. Uh, maybe because it's is... not as big in our circles. I mean, that doesn't mean it's not mm-hmm. big, you know? Like, I've never met someone who watches the Amazon original series Bosch, but they keep making it, so surely someone <laughs> must. <laughs> what was that one yeah. with the fucking weasel, Jimmy the Lightning Weasel or whatever the fuck that we watched five seconds of? We oh, said this Buddy is... Thunderstruck? Yeah, that show sucked. Um, Master Chief doesn't suck. I will say that, like, the Halo multiplayer, I don't think is as... What I can say is it's not as high profile as something like COD. They haven't... Balthal. Or Overwatch. Overwatch. They haven't really evolved past their, like... Well, I, I would I would hesitate to call the Halo trilogy arena shooters when it comes they're, to multiplayer. They live in the but tide pools between Quake inspired. Yes, yeah. they li- they're like <laughs> mud skippers who evolved onto land, but they still live in the tide pools of the shooter genre. 
like if the if the C is the Doom or Quake PC shooter <laughs> genre, and the Terra Firma is your COD, get your get your prestige medallions and drink your gamer juice. Um, yeah, Halo is sitting it's sitting like a fucking starfish in the tide pool. Yeah, which is so nice because sometimes we like trend. to we like to wade into the tide pools and. And now the new trend is, of course, battle royales and. Uh, I think we're like, almost past battle royales. MOBA. MOBA what would you, yeah, what would hero, you call hero shooters? Hero shooters, yes, Apex and Overwatch, that sort of thing. That's um, and now Pokemon unite. It's time to play League of Pokemon Legends basketball for your mobile device. <laughs> Jungle with your Lucario, and then and then dunk. Do a dunk. <laughs> he dunks in I, the trailer. Yeah, I do. I do got to say, I think this um, uh, the, the multiplayer for Halo, I think it does look a little bit better than what I've seen in the past. So I'm, I'm hoping this does like catch on a little bit more than previous Halo multiplayers. Like, you know, you see uh, Apex Legends or um, Fortnite explode in popularity and you see everybody playing it. Um, and I don't ever really remember that ever happening with um, recent Halo games, so I'm hoping that happens with this one because it seems like they're adding a lot of new stuff in this, and it looks good. But I'm hesitant to say anything looks good, to be honest, because it's also E3. It's E3, yes. It... <laughs> and it's like you never, you never can trust with what E3 is going to put out remember there. Remember Anthem's E3 us. trailer where we were led oh, to believe yeah. it oh, was my a God. game. <laughs> Anthem, the the infamous uh, just pile of dog shit that that thing was. Well, when they showed the trailer, it, it's fascinating. Like there there are a few internet documentary type things on Anthem's development as more details have have come out about it, and it is just fascinating. The absolute trash fire that game's development was. They what by the time they put the cinematic trailer out for E3, where they or it wasn't this, it was supposedly gameplay, but it was a rendered cinematic. They hadn't even started developing the game. They didn't even know what the game was going to be like. They're like, oh, so that's what the game's going to be. OK, let's get started on that. We have 10 months. <laughs> Good gracious. Yeah. Jesus. Um. Oh, I guess the other um, just side note about uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer, it is going to be free to play. That is another thing that is kind of cool that they're they're going into. Um, they're, yeah, Microsoft free is to play multiplayer and then you some... pay for the campaign. Yeah. And Microsoft is amending Xbox Live uh, restrictions to make that truly free to play, not just free if you have Xbox Live gold. So that's that's a cool thing on their part that they're doing. Um, yeah, of course, is, think, it's it's their own fucking game. So, of course, they're going to accommodate its fucking. Uh, I think that's going to help a lot with actually the gameplay, the um, with how, well, how the much player base. Yeah, play I'm it. sure that yeah, player base is going to eat that up because you have um, little Timmy who saved all his money to get the Xbox one X or S or Xbox mm-hmm. Series X or S and uh, doesn't have money for a game. But, oh, boy, I can play this, this new Halo for forever yeah. yeah and if you have uh, if you have fun with the uh with the multiplayer and you want to dip into the campaign and then, then save up for the campaign and get that whatever but 
I'm sure there will be or, plenty or of it... micro attractions in the uh, micro transactions in the multiplayer yeah. too. Oh, they they said they said they're gonna they're gonna have a ton of it, uh, but it's gonna be purely cosmetic. They've I think they've heard from before that it's uh, pay to win is not popular amongst the players. Pay to win parts. is not good. So purely cosmetic, nothing to do with uh, you know better guns or whatever. Um, yeah, so I think they're gonna also have uh, battle passes, I believe too. But the different thing that they're doing with the battle passes is that. You can buy any previous battle pass if you want to get that, like, season's battle pass. Because, like, the one thing is, like, if you <coughs> get into it later or you miss a battle pass or something, then you miss out on some of the special offers that it has. Um, and that kind of can be a feel-bad, so I think they're eliminating that aspect of it. Uh, which, yeah, cause I don't it, it might it might help. No, no online store would use limited-time deals to... <laughs> inspire FOMO because that would make people yeah. feel bad. No, especially not our family-friendly video game company that's never done anything malicious. Yeah. Um, uh, we also saw in the multiplayer field, uh, Battlefield 2042 uh, have a big old trailer come out uh, and some of the notable things uh, <coughs> other than just the... Well, we didn't even say gameplay, I don't think. I think they were all cinematics. Um the notable thing is that everyone looked like it had a ton of players on the map. And I think that's what they're going to harp on is that they are 128 player, uh, like lobbies. Hey, remember when gun on the PS three or mag on the PS three did this in 2007 and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't think it'll be a problem because I mean, PUBG has been doing it for forever. Um, but they've been doing like a hundred, uh, hundred people maps. No, I mean, I, yeah, certainly the technology is caught up to allow for this to work better yeah. than it did on the PS3. However, um, depending upon how you structure, I guess mags, a lot of mags downfall was the way they had to structure it to make it work on the technology. Um, as long as there's a healthy enough player base to keep it filled, yeah. That's that's a and big I, ask, especially in something that has a shelf life as these uh, shooter multiplayers do. Uh, like the hardcores will stick with it, but the the casual audience, you know, they might play it six months a year and then they'll move on, and then it'll be impossible to find a game. The the one thing to note for this 128 player map, I guess it's not battle royale, so it's. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really know. So there's no single player and no battle royale mode in this one. Um, couple mystery modes. So they don't have, uh, all the details released yet, but they're going to be big maps, big player bases. It seems from the trailer, from the cinematics, there's going to be different maps. Uh, there was the, one of the maps was released and it's like fucking huge. Like double whatever the battlefields three was. Um, tons of, uh, vehicles and helicopters, jets. So that's going to be returning. I don't know, I'm looking at it now. There's also like a tornado. So I don't know if that's going to be a, maybe like a, a, a like a environmental thing that mm -hmm. just kind of happens every now and then that you know just wipes away shit. But Battlefield's always been the thing about destroying buildings and uh, having its uh, interactable environment. They're too. real proud of that frostbite uh, engine. Yeah. 
So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it is. It might be pretty cool. I, we got to see more uh, specifics on how they have stuff set up. It's going to be Battlefields uh, at the end of the day. If you are a fan of Battlefields multiplayer gameplay, then you'll be a fan of this. If you're not, I don't think it's going to do anything uh, new enough to win you over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of other games were announced uh and some had trailers even. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, Outer Worlds 2 was announced as a PC Xbox exclusive. The trailer made lots of jokes about how they don't have the main character design and how it's so early in development and ha 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 ha. Um, the first Outer Worlds was okay. I don't really know how excited i am for a sequel um i'll probably play it just like i said i'll probably play arrow worlds again i i have not <laughs> since <laughs> i said that i'm not i have not um of interest to us the borderlands tiny tina's wonderlands mm-hmm Trailer is a Borderlands spinoff set in a unpredictable fantasy world um, taking place shortly after the Assault on Dragon Keep DLC. It's it's basically bunkers and badasses, and they they spent money on voice actors uh, <laughs> who are also screen actors. Diddly darn did pay them voice actors. You got Will Arnett, Andy Samberg, and Wanda Sykes. Uh, Ashley Birch is back as Tiny, Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. I believe we we thought about it and we were like, Wanda Sykes was Butt Stallion, right, in the last one? Yeah. This was actually released um, last week, uh, the, I guess, at least so, announcement of it. So we can go so we, play we did actually talk about this. with all the time we have. <laughs> yes. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 was announced and given a November 9th release date. It looks pretty. They're really good at making 3D car models. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's like, I see the same shit every year, and it's like, oh my god, they're gonna bring out a fucking car, man. And then, oh wow, look, they're racing, they're going around in tracks, and look at that rain effect. If oh my god. It if you're so a racing good. fan, I'm sure it, you're really excited about the Forza Horizons 5. I... I am not hey. a, an aficionado of a complex enough palette to discern the difference between any of the Forza Horizon games. To the 26 of you out there, man, awesome. Good for you. Mm-hmm. You you win E3 this year. And the rest of us... You're getting that new game. The rest of us are going to be playing Hot Wheels Unleashed. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> Fuck that. Hot Wheels Unleashed with the It's going to be the track. best racing Ooh. game of the year. I fucking... Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. I, I bet. I wouldn't be surprised. People are, will leave that up. Arcane Studios, the creative minds who brought you Dishonored and Prey, bring you a four-player co-op vampire shooter called Redfall. Uh, that is, if you were playing on Xbox or PC, as that is also an Xbox PC exclusive. Not for any PC, Sorry, but PS4. just for Xbox PCs. Yes. Uh, Mario um, plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle, or not Kingdom Battle, Sparks of Hope. That's the sequel to Battle Kingdom, Kingdom Battle, whichever one it was. 
Uh, that was announced in the E3 Direct as well. Um, not on Ubisoft's uh, thing, which they really could have used something to announce. <laughs> Ubisoft. There was uh, one thing that I uh, was really surprised at is uh, Life is Strange is getting a remaster. Mm-hmm. And they added shaders, and that's that's it. <laughs> uh, I life, guess it's also getting like a, a sequel too. That's, that's of, more than uh, that's more than a lot of remasters did when they first yeah. started doing HD remasters, where it's like we literally just stretched the resolution to the HD format. We yeah, changed I, the internal render like, resolution, and nothing else. Man, even even with like the shades on it, it's like I don't know, it doesn't look that much different. I guess I don't know. Maybe the gameplay with like everything will look a lot different, but um, yeah, I guess they people like that game enough to uh, to re-release it uh, completely remastered. So. It was a pretty popular uh, title, as I recall. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected has a release date, and it will be released on September 23rd. So a lot of people from the 90s are going to have Vietnam flashbacks to their Diablo days. <laughs> grinding out thousands of thousands of hours actually you know what probably most of them are still playing Diablo 2 yeah 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 um square enix uh announced that they have guardians of the galaxy releasing october 26th and uh they didn't get chris pratt to model or voice act for Star-Lord. No, they're different appearances. Fact, uh, much like Avengers don't quite look yeah. like the ones in the movies, and that's fine. Uh, they learned their lesson from Avengers, it seems, as they have made this a single-player game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about it. The, um, the game footage they came out with um, looked good, but performed like it was in 30 fps like they were playing it on a toaster i don't know um I, it must not be fully optimized and i think this was the one true game footage that we saw at e3 because it did not look fantastic well it, it looked good but it did not perform very well yeah um, um the gameplay is kind of weird i don't know if it's like because i've never played mass effect it's kind so of like it. yeah it, it strikes me more of like a Naughty Dog style platformer meets a Telltale game yes. storytelling mechanism. Uh, the one thing I noticed that I had a big problem and the the streamer who was watching it uh, had said the same thing. They talk a lot in the in the gameplay footage, like they they have quips between the the five of them, uh, and it's just nonstop quipping. And it's it's almost to the point where it's like, oh my god, stop! <laughs> this is well, that's, level. that's that's how the Mo- Marvel movies made all their money on the quips. We got to capture that essence. Oh, quip. Um. Oh my. Well, they need to hire those writers then because, pff, shit, they, they, this did not. I really like, hope there's a there's like a, a low dia- there's like a dialogue, um, yeah. dial like in like in the new Bubsy game. A quip, a quip, fil- uh, quip dial. Yeah. <laughs> How much? How many? Clip how scaler. much clips you want? Put it down. Yeah. To, uh, the only other thing that Square Enix really announced uh, outside of their Marvel's Avengers support road roadmap um, was what they were calling Pixel Perfect remake remasters remakes of 
Final Fantasies 1 through 6 coming to uh, modern platforms and mobile. So don't get your hopes up that they're going to be anything other than separately, too. So you have to buy them individually. It's not a bundle of these now very old games that, from the sounds of things, have not been updated at all. Great. Good. Um, one of the one of the other I got surprises of E three is you know you always try to like guess what game they're announcing when they they show you the the footage and the mm-hmm. beginning and it's like jungle mystery ooh alien life okay Avatar was released oh yeah uh, Avatar the video game yeah we got our first uh, or, look yeah, at uh, it announced from Ubisoft and, and it's it's a thing I don't fucking know man. It, you know what just fucking reminded me of like not just to remind me of Avatar but like watching this game trailer they have like seven sequels right I I knew that I didn't forget about that but like planned none of them have come out yet planned yeah what are you gonna do with those sequels how, how are you gonna make more Avatar movies because then the first the first one ended with them being like we're defeated we're going to leave the planet goodbye Zoom. That's up to the genius writers that they have hired, and they have I mean, just stocked full of James guys. Cameron, let's go back to Avatar Dora. James Cameron is Panned raising Avatar. the bar. We're gonna go back to the planet Panned Avatar and go back and look at all the same sites that we saw in the first one. That left this such is somehow an gonna connect. This is somehow gonna connect to either Terminator or uh, Titanic. One of the or two. Both. Do you also aliens? I Why think actually Terminator on the both. Titanic. Hmm? Which which aliens did he do? I think he at least I know he wrote at least Aliens. I think he might have also okay. wrote Alien as well, and Ridley Scott was just the director. Um let me check okay. on that. Uh Alien written by Well, whoever they are, we'll try to get them. Written by story oh, Dan O'Bannon. Okay. I don't know who that is. Damn Neither do I. Think, but he, he's the guy who wrote Alien. The more you know. And Aliens, which was a sequel oh, that came no. out. Wow, there was like seven years between Alien and Aliens. Yeah, sequels came out slower. Uh, and that one was written by and directed by James Cameron. I see. I see. A drink. Um, uh, the, the, so Bethesda is they, they release some inf- more information on uh, Starfield I right? think this is the first time they've said anything about Starfield other than it's a game that we're working on Um. Yeah. so surprise surprise everyone who thought that Bethesda after being bought by Microsoft was going to be Clubhouse platform game still mm. <laughs> it, it's going to be exclusive to the Xbox and PC. Great. And, cool. uh, Great. Grand. It's, oh, yeah. I think they just released it's it's in space. It's slower death than um, you think. Yeah. They, 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 it's just a trailer with cinematics, no gameplay. It's, I, I liking it too, although it's a little more in depth than the Elder Scrolls 6 announcement. <laughs> Pan over the title screen. Title screen. (laughs) 
you put a number on the end of it. That's how far they've come. We've decided that we're not going to skip a number. The next one will, in fact, be number six. What what the sad the the sad thing is this is more than Rockstar has done for the GTA franchise. Oh, they're gonna milk GTA Five until they fucking die. Yeah, yeah. That's a full. It's just a full fledged MMO now. Pretty much with a with um, a fun yeah, single I mean, player mode on it. Fan, fans have made a uh, complete. Did the 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 what is it? Uh, role play. They have the role play servers. Uh, pixel, no pixel RP or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. They go, they they're really serious about that. I have a couple friends at work who watch the shit out of that. Like they go to the events, and I'm like, I don't get it. You're friends with these people, you say? Of course. Um, Elden Ring, the collab between Hidetaka Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. Brought to you by From Software. Uh, that was announced and has a tentative release date of January twenty first, twenty twenty two. We'll see if they can can stick to that. Um, it doesn't look it's quite. I mean, yeah, the combat's kind of Souls like, as you would expect. It's Dark Souls, but with horse. Um, but it does appear to be a much larger map than uh, either Dark Souls, Sekiro, or uh, Bloodborne. And they they also claim it to be the largest, most freeform map to date. And like I said, from the looks of things, that seems to be accurate. Um, unless they rendered their cinematic at eighteen or at sixty frames per second. Uh, which they didn't because there's a clear gap between the uh, the footage that's pre-rendered and the gameplay footage. It looks like they had actual gameplay footage running is is the roundabout way mm-hmm. of saying that. Um, or less roundabout, rather. So, um, yeah, like, I'm not a big From Software guy. Um, More of a software. They're... Yeah. I think they're... I don't like their name. I think their games are. Uh, <laughs> that was was that last week, Jake, where we, we learned about this? Yeah, Jake just learned had just a, who made Dark Souls last week. Well, you I had a, I that. had a problem saying their name when I was reading something out, and I was like, "From from software." I was like, that, "Yeah, from 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 yeah. from." That's software? why you, if you noticed, uh, as a man of great strategy, I said, "Brought to you by From Software." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate it. I just wanted to really accentuate the fact that their name sucks. Um, and it should be something different than from Kazuya from Tekken is uh, the second to last DLC character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, an interesting choice. I mean, like bringing someone in from the Tekken series makes sense because you have uh, guys from King of Fighters and Street Fighter in there. Um Kazuya is a bit of an interesting choice. I mean, he's a prominent character, but I would have thought Jin or Hiachi are more iconic mm-hmm. from the Tekken series. We need more old men in Tekken, or in Smash, rather. It's true. There's not a lot of old men. There's the one skin for Ganondorf that makes mm-hmm. him look really old. Let uh, old men smash. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Did we miss anything? Uh, for- Hideo Kojima is making a new game. And everybody's so excited, and it's going to be the best game ever. Because this is time, the second he's making game? it just by himself. And what happened with Death Stranding was Hideo Kojima was holding Hideo Kojima back. And he's severed ties with Hideo Kojima for this new game. It's just Hideo Kojima. Hide and seek Kojima. Yeah. Hideous Kojima. Hideo so it's just Kojima. Hideo is gone. He turned actually. off the Hideo. <laughs> Kojima killed the Hideo, man. <laughs> Hideo killed the Kojima star. <laughs> uh, it won't. It won't be. Um, it won't be a sequel to uh, Death Stranding. Uh, but he did tease that he's working on a new game, and uh, we won't. We won't find. Well, it for he a long should time. be in prison for killing the radio star. Yeah. I don't know how many people in our audience will get that joke. Only, only the maybe, maybe we have few. a weird demographic. Our, I our mean, that's been confirmed many times. <laughs> that we have a weird demographic. <laughs> we clearly don't know how to market our show to our audience. Because <laughs> every time we do something, like, like, well, that's going to suck. It does better than anything else we've done. It was like 40 and 50 year olds watching this one, like, yeah, I get that joke, get that reference. I understand. The eighties were oh, they had forty years ago. Jesus, that makes yeah. you feel young, don't it? Yeah, yeah. Yikes! That decade that we were never alive in was a really long time ago. I guess yeah. Coming from us, that's like saying, oh yeah, man, the nineteen twenties. That was so long ago. <laughs> We've never lived. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just going through literally the uh, PC gamer just a list of new games that they've. Uh, they announced or announced something with, and I mean it's a lot. You can go on and, and look. Yeah, Flight Sim's yourself. coming to console. Uh, Hades is coming to Xbox and PlayStation. Um, Fallout seventy six got a uh, a Pittsburgh DLC or some shit that we nobody cares. Also, another one with uh, the Brotherhood of Steel called Steel Rain. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Plus. Don't know what that's going to be, but it's going to be creepy, I'm sure. DLC for the visual novel <laughs> game. My rabbit fear is like some piece of paper in his mouth, and he's like fucking deking and ducking around trying to find what to do with it. <laughs> oh, there's a Death Stranding director's cut, so there was more, more gameplay, more box why like didn't he make his own studio to put out death stranding yeah so he's you were right jake hideo kojima held hideo kojima back yes because if there's a fucking director's cut that means the studio that he created told him to cut some stuff out yes he was holding himself back and said look hideo Hideous. We gotta, we gotta hold ourselves back. He looked at himself in the mirror. He got up one morning and said, "I can't put this in the game. It won't sell." <laughs> I think I found the. And then he got mad at himself. <laughs> and that I thing think he I actually have footage. The game was game. I, have, I think I have footage of the press release where he said, "I'm making the director's cut. I'm splitting from Kojima Studios." <laughs> <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> 
He makes video games. Code For those of you who Yugi Boy, Yugi Boy, For those of you who can't see through radio waves, I I put up the the Yu-Gi-Oh transformation scene. Hideo Kojima might he might have a Millennium item. If anyone does, Hideo Kojima might have like the Millennium. He's got the Millennium hipster shades. That's true. I, who 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 else would have them? The Elon Musk might. Elon have one. Musk obviously would have a Millennium item. Uh, Tom Cruise probably. Yeah, it's those glasses that he's wearing. Those are his uh his artifact that transforms him into. Would you call them the millennium, the millennium hipster shades like I did when I made the same joke five yeah. minutes ago? <laughs> whole. Yeah, his uh maybe Hitty maybe Hitty is his uh is his his base form name and then Hideo is uh the That's not how that worked in the show. <laughs> I don't fucking know. He turned in from uh went from uh Yugi to Yu-Gi-Oh, right? No, to, mm. to Yami. No, it was Yugi and then the name of the show was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, because when the, when the guys would be like, box. "Oh, Yugi." But oh, it's Japan. So you can put the last thing first. They read. They or read the, left uh, to right. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> and then he put. They put all their hands in the center, and they make a an eye, and they all transform to Shazam. Yep, that's how it goes. That's that is was that the first episode a, of Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that how you special summon out Obelisk the Tormentor? Um, I don't think you special summon Obelisk. I oh. think he has a clause in the card that says if you special summon him and set to the graveyard at the end phase. Oh, shit. What about... Now, Utopia, on the other hand. Pendulum summon him? My, my brain is I mean, just, I I'm guess you could, really technically. To... If you, I don't know if there's a pendulum scale that goes up to 10 or 12 or whatever level Obelisk mm-hmm. is. I'm onto something. New meta. Pendulum summon out. Obelisk. Yo, Jake. Turn one win. Jake, you can play the hot new archetype that's that's got that's getting support. Re- I mean, he would die because it's a special summon, but since it's Dave fucking t- pendulums, they just go back on top of the extra deck. <laughs> Dave told me I have to make a Star Wars desk deck with the uh, with the witches. Oh, or whatever. the fucking yeah, uh, cosmos. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say, Jake. Yes. Yeah, you need I've to make uh, Sioux ships. Two ships, yeah. Yep, yep, this, yep. this is actual Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <sighs> I know, I know. And we get mad at Magic for, like, coming out a with a uh, fire attribute things. aqua type. Yeah. Uh, it's spicy. It's spicy, you know? It's yeah, a boat made it. out it makes, of sushi. That almost makes too much it's sense. It's dumb, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Too much sense. I play uh, I play I trains. I play the trains archetype. I don't know if you can call it an archetype. It's like three cards. It's more of an archetype than fucking ice barriers. I was really ice wanting, barriers I was have really a lot of support a, cards. They're just not very. They got good. a they got a giant wave of support recently. Yes, and they're still. Oh, okay. I guess. Um... Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't fix the main problems with ice barriers. Just like they didn't fix the right problems with Australia when they decided to give sketch comedians from Australia their own Netflix show. Um, 
a Netflix show <laughs> that is arguably worse than the video they made to promote their Netflix show. <laughs> not okay. So you didn't? You, did you? Did you like it? Oh, or did I, you I not liked like it, it, but I also really liked the video where they fucking go looking for the cowdoy in the city instead of promoting their Netflix show. And then he meets the cowboy, finds another guy in the cowboy hat and Broden like goes up and like strangles him. It was, it was an interesting show. I, I, I mean, I was all for it cause I was uh big into the, um, like comedy bang bang and then Tim and Eric awesome show. So this was like right up my alley. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. This it's, was, give me some it's nice, a, it's a nice. passionate love child of, Mr. Show with uh, Bob and David and Comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, has uh, not every not every sketch is a winner, but yeah. uh, no. I'd say it, it averages out to be better uh, and more hit than miss. Mm-hmm. But the humor yeah. is definitely not going to be for everyone. I think they did a good job with the callbacks that they had, like within the episode and also between episodes of different reoccurring. Like every now and then, you would have a reoccurring thing happen. Yeah, like a random like, uh, why did they call back to this? Um, yeah, like the like the cowboy. I have I to ask: the Are these guys an improv group? They they have that improv energy where um, it's just they just yes and themselves into the like the far end of their sketch. That might be their writing process, but I don't necessarily know they're an improv group. I mean, they do, like, live shows, but I think most of their stuff is pre-written. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, the improv trademarks of asking the audience for suggestions and shit like That's that. That's fair, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they um, would be good at improv or... Uh... They, well, you know, or, or have, I think or I think if you do comedy stuff. with with enough with the same people for long enough, you just get good at improv. Like, mm-hmm. I think yeah, we yeah. improv our way for every show, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's what I mean. Like with with each other, they'd be really good at I think improv and making up maybe skits on the on the fly. Of course, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're Broden, you're on Easy Street. You just have to talk like this. He just has to put on a silly voice. Oh, I'm Broden. I'm I'm Broden. I have a if big you're, voice. Um, oh, I can make sounds. Oh shit! It's Broden, Mark, and uh, Zach. Zach, if you're Zach. You just you just don a dress and. Uh, I was tempted to come on to your, like find a terrible English. wig and just come on with the come out of the cast like. Oh hello! I'm gonna do. Because I know Kurt would never be like, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna more character comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a new character I'm working. That was on. that was that was a great little bit because like you come in and the twist is not where they go with the skit. It's that Mark believed that the <laughs> that the obviously fake uh, Zach character is real. That was a great little misdirection. I know a lot of their jokes a lot are of the based bits, on reversing the premise and misdirection. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of ones that didn't land for me the, for ones where they're like, because I've seen a lot of it. It's a very common internet humor kind of trope where they're doing, they're having a fun time, and then it gets randomly really serious. That's a that is a common yeah internet joke. Um, people love it. People eat that shit up. Like the, I mean, the Ellen DeGeneres skit. Was, that one was a, was a good one. Prime example uh, of of that of just 
going and I also just going like to the obscure keep, end of things. It was a mix of that. Keep like, going with started it. joking and then took the turn to seriousness and then blew that out of proportion and just tugged on that string until there was no string left and tugged some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Yeah, like the two the two mirrors of this for me were like the Ellen DeGeneres skit versus the Tiny Man skit. Where like the Tiny Man skit, I like I felt like I knew where I was going like right away. I was like, oh, oh he's just gonna they're just gonna like take a turn for the dark at the end yeah. of this little section. Well, I mean, the one came in like episode two, and other the other came in like episode five. So you you'd had mm-hmm. a lot of exposure to the the general flow of their comedy. So that probably makes yeah. it a little. I I am surprised that they spoiled the ending for the boys in episode one. Yeah, they did. Just turns out you just need to stick Homelander with a needle. <laughs> I picked up my stray man. <laughs> Freedom Kibbles. Uh, I there's, I I like the ones. I don't know. There's, I w- I could just like point out which ones were my favorite. There are some really nice select ones. Um, the barbershop one, the barbershop <laughs> sketch is so yes. good because I have a barbershop like that in my neighborhood. Not that, not well, obviously not that degree, but I do have a slightly trendy barbershop where they have the TV and a Nintendo and a couch for when you're waiting, but there's never enough people waiting. So you just, you just go and get your haircut. And there's like it's $50 for the haircut. <laughs> you only do like $25 haircuts, but it's like, I always go, I don't know when the busy time is. I will go in there and there will be four, like two, three, two to three barbers sitting there. And there's, it's me. And the all the barbers, <laughs> and two of them can usually find something to do while the third one's cutting my hair. But like, there's never there's nary more than one other person in that shop at any given time. Mostly because there are five other barber shops in on that same block. Because I live in a dense city, so half of the businesses in my area consist of barber shops and bodegas. It's amazing. Uh, the one, the one that uh, jumps out to me was um, the, uh, the 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 pause quiz, the quiz show one, where the guy was uh, the pausey. <laughs> that was a, that was Pete. classic. Yeah. That was classic, like almost almost SNL Pete, level, yeah. but like I think SNL at this point, one of its, if you could say as a uh, you know weak side, it's that the internet and all the internet humor and all the shows that popped off of it is kind of the same. Idea, it's the Shakespeare is cliched sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. exactly. SNL laid the foundation for internet sketch company, which has been able to, uh, by virtue of not needing to conform to TV, uh, evolve beyond what SNL has. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think ones that stand out on the positive end were, were the, I really enjoyed the Blair Boyant sketch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like the Family Feud one. Family uh, on the low end, the not even the whole thing, but like the part during the one where the episode where they got a date and they're talking about how much they like their clothes, and in the middle of it, out of nowhere, Mark just does this fucking fifteen minute pantomime of oh, yeah. God knows what, and 
it, it didn't land with me at all. And it was just, I had <laughs> to sit there for five minutes while it kept going. And I'm sure they were going for like the Austin Powers thing where it's mm-hmm. funny and then it's not funny and then it's funnier again. But it was, it never got to the funny part with me. So it was just an, an upward trajectory of annoyance. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I, I did indeed laugh at that one. Um, and some of, some of the, uh, I think, like the musical bits kind of felt a little fillery. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, mm-hmm. The SWAT, the SWAT, SWAT. SWAT, SWAT, SWAT. Yeah, and the yeah. one where he, and the SWAT, organ donor, although it was funny, where he's talking about he doesn't want to be putting Steve, like it just. They didn't have a punchline. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere, and it wasn't, the punchline wasn't related to anything in the episode. Yeah, I think. The weirdest sketch that I don't I'm not entirely sure why I like it um, is the midnight snack sketch. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I like it because is there, is there really any jokes cheesy. in that thing? Kind I of mean, eating a craft single with the thing still on. Yeah. Yeah, I I love I just my favorite is just when Broden opens up, he opens up the fridge. It's like, who's been eating my jaw, Jang Bian? <laughs> I actually, yeah, the, I kind of laughed more than I thought I would when they had the fucking qu- payoff for the queen at the end of the mm-hmm. last episode. Yeah, I thought that was a good that was that was a good one. The payoff for the queen was was fantastic. I thought that was that was pretty Which, funny. I also really liked the one where they had the appointment with the stylist, but they get lost. It was so too real. So angry. Yeah, it got way too real. <laughs> <laughs> just drop me it's off it's a here. fucking joke it always has been you forgive me you're the one who is yelling <laughs> uh, I don't know would, why alright would this show I have to ask would this show benefit from at least like the thinnest gossamer of a through line well, I, I like, think that's why I compared it to Mr. Show, because they did try to have a little bit of the through line bef- before the sketches. Like, for, yeah, for ep- episodic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Per episode, there was some sort of through line. Uh, as far as a, a larger narrative throughout the season, it would have made it stand out because it would have been, like, to my knowledge, the only sketch show that's ever attempted to do something like that. So I guess in that respect, yeah. yes. Uh, would it have been a stronger choice to enhance the humor i don't really know that it would make made much of a difference and it might have uh limited you creatively and what you could what sketches you could put in the show or that okay. particular so episode it, it reminds me of um this concept reminds me of um that hulu show that the creators of rick and morty put out um trying I'm to talking about like midnight gospel called um, no, That's no, just no, no, no. A, a um, different person and a different concept, I guess. Oh shoot! Um, Solar opposites. Solar Is opposites. That a yes, thank That's you. That's just, just, like just Rick and Morty too, but with a B plot. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Solar opposites was um was a pretty good show, and usually every episode has it had its own sketch or had its own like kind of story, but some of the things were random, and they set it up in season one, and they paid off a little bit more in season two with the the people in the wall and that was more of a a continuing storyline and that's almost like a more of a compelling story than what they actually tell in the show mm-hmm. 
So that's the only one I can relate to. And I really like that. So if they could do that for like a season two and put like more of a storyline through here, I think that would definitely put the show just, over the top. Just something, yeah. Was, something I feel that if they get they a season two. Like almost a premise that they can like kind of aim at at some point. They, they don't even need to like really focus. Just so I was like, these guys maybe want something, you know? In general, this you know, season. Be really I think good. in a couple seasons of Comedy Bang Bang, they had like a character show up at multiple points in the season and continue what can loosely be called a story. Uh, in their mm. interaction with with Scott and Reggie slash Al, and we don't talk about the Kid Cudi season. Yeah. Um, um, they although- can try something like that. Uh, I don't know that it necessarily needs it. I think if they just kind of tighten up their selection a little bit of sketches. And and then we wouldn't have gotten the flashback joke at the end. Where they flash back to random points in the season, but then they yeah. keep cutting back to the hot dog party. <laughs> How's it going? Um, um, I, do, I do like... Uh, if, if they were to do anything, I think they should do um, a maybe a through plot with that little man uh the little man and the who lives in the wall or lives now you really are just being solar opposites <laughs> that would just that would be a pretty mimicry of solar opposites but the, it's the only one that they set up well what about False. the cow doy has cow-doy. not been resolved yet i love cow doy he's paying rent no questions I'm paying rent. <laughs> oh it's, I it's such the, a fun it's such a fun voice to do Cardo. Have you seen the the Halloween sketch where the Cowdoy debuted? No. Oh, it's so. good. You have to watch that one. The fucking I I lose it every time with the Cowdoy because of that sketch. I just think back to because <laughs> they're they're coming to the doors in different Halloween costumes, and Broden shows up as the Cowdoy, and they they do the joke a few times, but they they intersperse it with the rest of the the costumes, mm-hmm. so it doesn't like feel too heavy-handed and it just be like cowdoy why do you smell like foreskin you're like oh, up and down the foreskinery <laughs> up and down the condomery <laughs> um who is your favorite cameo this season uh scott ackerman sounds weird Weird Al um, as the uh, as the vampire. Weird Al has a weird he has a weird trend in his cameos because all his cameos are like they are, they're almost always around the theme of isn't it funny and meta that we got Weird Al to to be in here mm. and he's he's always like commenting about what it's like to be to have Weird Al in a cameo on your show. That's what I've seen from a lot of his his like jumping in work. Where they'll make the joke like, oh, he's actually a dick in real life. Or, um, of course, the one in Teen Titans Go where he was dark side and complained about how Weird Al was worse than him. I found that I found that like him as like a dark evil mastermind is another occurring Mm -hmm. for line with his cameos because he's the dark side one. He was a vampire in this show and he showed up at the end of Eric Andre show episode when like chaos was going down being like yes and nodding his head yeah. evilly so that's like three cameos and i'm surprised you didn't like uh awesome kong i mean she's awesome she's kong. great she's uh she's great in glow um 
So they they mm-hmm. had her under contract at Netflix already, and they just they just brought her in there. Um, she's she's fine. Her her delivery in the scene was maybe a little uh, like she didn't campy. have. They didn't give her any jokes. No, there's like it's not awesome to say, cause. but they they gave the joke about how it seemed like her her stake for winning was something dirty, but it was breakfast in bed. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that one kind of bounced off of me. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best. They didn't use her uh, in any particular way other than, oh, it's Awesome Kong, and uh, we got the, the joke with the wrestling in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, it was good. I think overall, it's, it's more hit the mist. If you like Comedy Bang Bang, you will enjoy this show. Uh, if you didn't like Comedy Bang Bang, there's still a chance you'd enjoy this show. It's a little bit of a different flavor of absurdist humor. That might be more up your alley. Yeah. Um. Snow Plaid. Yeah. If you like, um, uh, what's their YouTube, uh, channel? Antidonna. Antidonna. If, you, if you like Antidonna. Just watch their shit. Um then this you'll probably like this stuff i mean it's very similar to like just a bunch of their sketches they they even they even like call back to some of their sketches like when they were interviewing roommates it was basically a loosely modified version of the roll call sketch Mm -hmm. um they've done the ellen degeneres sketch live before so they just put that one on tv um there are a few ones that are reminiscent of like christmas put and don't eat the cheese don't fill up on cheese he didn't say pud though. He said pudding, and no, I was very upset. Pudding. pudding. Yeah, I, w- I was hoping he would say pud, but he didn't say pud. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I would I would say check yeah. it out. Uh, see if it's if it's your thing, and if it's not, then there's other comedy on Netflix. Um, but if it right. is your thing, it'll scratch an itch that doesn't get scratched too often because. They haven't really come out with any new Adult Swim shows anytime soon. Yeah. If you don't like it, go watch Code Lyoko. That's probably more Code your style. So. Oh no, we're gonna have to watch that at some point, aren't we? <coughs> yes. yes, yes. I guess. Oh, is is yes. that a show you like, Jake? Okay, that's a that's a Jake okay. show. Okay. Or Gundam. Well, since I'm now a nerd putting them together, I boy. would like to check I out the anime. I would rather now. watch Kolioko than sit through a Gundam anime. Yeah, I mean, you did me an egg, Jake, so <laughs> I, I have to do you one back. <laughs> what egg did he do you? Gundam can't be that uh, bad. Last week's show. Oh. Yeah, Land of the Lusty. I guess, I guess you and I interpret doing them an egg <laughs> differently. Everyone, everyone speaks a different dialect of Steineries. Okay. <laughs> All righty. No, what we should do is Army of the Dead. No, I won't. I won't make it set to that. No, thanks you. <laughs> what you mean to tell me? Giving a mediocre filmmaker complete creative control resulted in a substandard movie? No. Oh, Somebody should have told that boy no. Uh, Unless you just want to watch it just for the absurdity, then I I understand because it is worth watching. I watched the Red Letter Media review. I think I think I've seen all I need to see of it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it would, from my understanding, would disappoint Peter greatly because they did not use the setting 
at all. Mm. Oh, yeah. Talk about having, like, the best setup for, like, some kooky interactions or neat interactions, and the most they did was a fucking shootout in a casino? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. When I thought, oh, God, all right. I I put it, I blocked it in my mind, because you said Army of the Dead. I was like, which Sam Raimi film is that? Which one is the fuck? <laughs> like, why are we should? Is there a secret bad like Sam Raimi film that everybody hates? Did I did I miss that memo? And I was Dark like, Rain, oh, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, Zack Snooker, Zack Snuckerberg, fucking cue ball. I've run out of stuff. Yeah. Um, no, there will be no stream Saturday, 10 Eastern, but that is usually when that happens. Um, we've got travel schedule conflicts. Um, we did a stream yesterday. Oh, I, I pulled back the curtain. We're recording on a different day. Uh, but we did a stream yesterday, so you can check that out on the VOD, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Twitch TV slash Sounds is the place to go for that. Soundstuds.com has links to our YouTube channel and all our other stuff. So uh, take it easy. Until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.